This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Monday. 20 minutes from now, our first look at NBA win totals. A couple months out for the regular season. We'll jump into that. We'll give you our lightning bets coming up around 1140 Eastern. Right now, though, we'll go out to the Roman guest line. Alice Kolodege from the Action Network joins us to talk some college football. Week zero has arrived. We get games this weekend. Alex, welcome to the show. College football is here. And uh, let's dive into a lot of different things here. But one, you know, we've been going through some conferences and curious your thoughts on the Mountain West. You know, we, we talk about these big conferences all the time, but the Mountain West is an interesting conference this year. How, have you, how do you view it? Which teams do you like? Give us some thoughts on the Mountain West as we head towards the season. Yeah. Hey, guys, thanks so much for having me. Um, the Mountain West is an interesting one for me because Fresno State was actually the very first team, believe it or not, that I previewed um, this season. Um, and I really liked what I had to see, but I think the most interesting takeaway was every team afterward that I had projected and previewed was just exponentially worse. And I think when you look at the roster, if you're one of those betters who's a fan of returning production and continuity, especially with the portal nowadays, then I think you really like what Fresno State has to offer. They have about 75% of uh, the players there that were under Jeff Tedford who comes back. Um, they have a lot of the same practice schedules. It's, um, you know, reading sounds like a lot of the stuff's different from, or excuse me, a lot of the stuff is the same from when he got there, um, including a lot of the players that he recruited. And then you look at what they did in the portal not only do they have probably one of the best one-two punches, like when I look at returning one-two punches for quarterback wide receivers, I see C.J. Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigga from Ohio State, and then I have Jake Hayner and Jalen Cropper for Fresno State. And not only do they have that, but they also have a guy in uh, Nico Remigio from Cal, who they also brought over in the portal, who was actually rated higher in the 247 composite than Cropper was. So I really like this offense. For example, if I'm rating Fresno State out of 100 and I have them rated at an 80 and I have an average Mountain West team, you know, let's say 60. Well, then I'm having Fresno State laying 14 points over an average Mountain West team. But in a year like this, I'm dropping that down to like 45. I think the teams like mm. Nevada, Wyoming, some of these teams that will usually trip you up on any given year are going to be really bad. I actually make Fresno State a double-digit favorite in five of the last six Um the, the schedule's a bit front-loaded, I guess, but with Pac-12 teams like USC and Oregon State, I don't think that's necessarily intimidating. 
um, to get them early in the year and then to be able to coast down the stretch, I think this was terrific value to get them at plus 220, which I did. I would have taken them anything at better than plus 150, in my opinion, and this was probably my favorite conference future bet, to be honest. Wow. Uh, I'm glad you took a deep dive because I want to follow, follow up on another team that you did not mention. Uh, one popular play, at least it, it sounds like it's uh, getting some buzz out there, it's not one of those top couple of favorites like Fresno or Boise. We keep hearing about people that love, love Air Force. So uh, why did you decide to stay away from Air Force uh, when you dug in? Yeah, Air Force, just along with the other uh, triple option teams, I find it hard to project because I'm always projecting the same type of success for them. You know you're kind of going to get, and I just felt like with the ceiling with Fresno State and with the continuity, everything that I had read, the reason they were first for me was – I wanted to basically support the claim that I had about Fresno State was that everything was okay because originally it wasn't. Hayner was going to enter the portal and then Cropper was going to follow and then retread hires don't necessarily work all the time. But after I had kind of gotten over all that and had read reports from camp, this was kind of the team that I was planting um, my flag for. Um, Air Force didn't necessarily jump off the page with me. Um, and that's why I went with Fresno State. I think this team's talented. I think their their talent um, trumps everybody in the Mountain West by a, by a pretty wide margin, in my opinion. Alex, what about win totals? Are there some that you've already locked in? Is there um, some value still left there that you see? I'm I'm so happy that you brought that up. Win totals for me were probably the biggest adjustment that I made this season. Um, it, 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 for me, has been a really big strength. So I thought to myself, if I could get down what I wanted to get down, if I was going to take the time that I was going to take this offseason to really preview and dive in on teams, and I, I thought I could find a lot of added value in um, win totals and in the futures market. So I'm just going to go down the list I have up right now and just share some of my bigger stances that I have, both Power 5 and Group of 5. Um, Arizona State under six. I, I hit them under seven and a half retail early. Um, and then I continued peppering them at six. And I, and I told a friend that I would, I'd play them all the way down to five. This was a team that initially I didn't start previewing teams until a couple of months ago, but back in May, I think I texted a friend that the, the first college football text that I had sent was Arizona state is going to be horrific. <laughs> and I live out here in Gilbert. So I'm, I'm kind of close to the team and, have a couple people that I know that work with the team who um, don't necessarily have a lot of rave reviews for the team. I think the Herm Edwards honeymoon is all but over. They have a quarterback now who's playing in just a system that's not tailored for him. They lost a lot of players to the portal. They are thin in just about every key area that you'd want. Um, they just lost one of their, they had, I think, four returning starters on defense. They lost one of their best players on the line. Uh, to a season-ending injury. So it's just one of those teams that I think the market's overvaluing or just not seeing exactly the the type of purge that they had during the portal. I know Herm's there, and I know that they've, they're the type of team that just grinds out wins, but they don't have the personnel to do that this year. And I would take Arizona State under six. I see them painted right now. I think there's some five-and-a-halves out there at plus money that you can get. Uh, again, I played all the way down to five, and I still think that there's value there. And then in the group of five, if you don't mind, um, I took Western Michigan under six and a half. Um, this is a pretty popular one, but a team that should probably regress. A team that was really good on 
first and third down last year, uh, a team that benefited a lot from defensive scores. I think they had six uh, non-offensive touchdowns. Um, a team that loses a lot of star production, Sky Moore, and then Caleb Elby at quarterback. So those are two big pieces that you're losing. Um, tough schedule. I, to me, the defense, I think they're going to get wrecked. They gave up like 15 yards per completion last year. Uh, I thought the number was extremely high. Um, it's one of my biggest positions in the group of five, and I think my biggest in the MAC. Um, ASU and, and Western Michigan under uh, ASU under six and Western Michigan under six and a half, respectively. Alex, um, before we get to any plays for this weekend coming up or week one, I'm just curious your your process and if it's changed over the last couple of years. The transfer portal, the NIL, it's, it's certainly changed the way college football recruiting happens. Have you changed um, how you kind of dive in, how you project teams? Has, has it been altered at all? And is it more difficult now than maybe it used to be? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, it's extremely difficult. So it was just funny. <laughs> I, I, I use this example all the time, but with the transfer portal now coming, it's like you look at a team's returning production. Well, they may not, they may, may not have any returning production from last year's team, but they could have a, a, a team comprised fully of transfer players who played, you know, 100% of snaps elsewhere that you have to factor in. But then you're factoring in how do those snaps um, – transfer over to a new system and you know is the experience really um significant at that point but so it's created a lot of <laughs> it's created a lot of variables for me um it's definitely changed the way i've looked at teams and and how I've, i as i told you guys i didn't even finish doing all the teams because of how much it takes to factor in for the portal and continuing to add players but i will say this if i could give one takeaway on something that i've learned um, I'm going to be doing a lot more player prop stuff for the Action Network this year, and it's something that I'm really look, looking mm -hmm. forward to. And in researching and doing team previews, I've actually found that with NIL, it's kind of creating this um, incentivization um, per se. Um, and I'm going to give a good example here. Boston College wide receiver Zay Flowers um, had a bunch of six-figure offers to go elsewhere chose to stay at Boston College and reading what the offensive coordinators had to say is they want to reward him for staying. So they're going to force feed in the ball. They want to get him into the Bletnikoff race, looking at where he's at in the school records. He needs, I, I believe without looking, he needs about 70 catches and 821 more yards to break the Boston College record. So like when I look at that and I look at, you know, how much of an incentive that is for somebody staying in an NIL, IL based world, like, I'm going to be playing his player prop overs if I can find them, you know, if it's prize picks, if it's DraftKings, if, if, if somebody's hanging Zay Flowers overs, I'm going to be playing them. Um, so, it, you know, just some, some trinkets like that. You read about, you know, how, how players are going to be played and how players are going to be treated, and it's just kind of created a new type of landscape. So adjusting, yeah, I've, I've had to, but, you know, you just you learn little things here and there, and if there's any sort of tidbit, there's just, you know, that one – one type of thing on Zay Flowers I think could be really key this season and looking at how Boston College is going to look as an offense, especially with, you know, Phil Jerkovic back. 
um, it's going to become some, somewhat of a recruiting tactic of, hey, we're just going to throw the ball. You want to be, if you're going to be loyal to us, we're going to be loyal to you. We're going to throw you the ball. So I, I would be surprised to see like a guy like Zay Flowers just go off. Um, and hopefully I'm going to be on every player prop over until, you know, it reaches eight and a half catches and 120 yards per game. I'm hoping they'll uh, open up college sports player props at, at some point because in Illinois, that is something that uh, they're not allowing. And I know that unfortunately there are some other states that are following suit. So the best way to bet some college football player stuff for me, Alex, is to look at the Heisman uh, race. Any any long shots? Because we know typically, okay, we've got to be in the playoffs. It's usually a quarterback. It doesn't have to be a quarterback. But the favorites, they end up dropping off you typically. Mm -hmm. So where are we going? Yeah, give me – I tweeted about it. I didn't tweet about him. I tweeted about the team last week. Give me Jaron Hall, BYU quarterback. We're seeing his consensus price at around 100 to 1. Um, seeing a 200 to one at MGM right now. So this is probably the most interesting year. BYU's offense to me is the most polarizing unit heading into college football next year, because I, this year, because I think that the market is severely underrating how good this team was last year, fifth in the nation in yards per play. They finished seventh in F plus. Now that combines SP plus and FEI. So we're talking about a schedule adjusted, metric which is important here because BYU last year played number five Baylor they played a ranked Utah State team they played ranked Boise they played USC two Pac-12 teams and an ACC team they still won 10 games so for me I look at a guy in Hall who last year in the opener actually cracked three ribs yet still goes off this year he's got his leading receiver back who was PFF or PFF's wide receiver 30 Overall, their top three receivers bring back 95, I think 1,711 touchdowns, along with about 1,200 total snaps. Their, their tight end is one of the most underrated in the country, and Isaac Rex, he had three touchdowns in nine games last year. He's just a big target. I mean, he really just fills out the offense. You, you have a lot of guys who can catch the ball and make plays in space. Then you have a guy who's six six and huge, and, and you go back and watch some of the tape. He makes every play inside the red zone. It's close. The line has... PFF left tackle number three from last year and two top 30 guards from last year coming back. And when I look at the schedule, it's strong, but it's, it's not strong enough to where I'm scared. They don't play an Alabama or uh, a top tier SEC team. I, I would say that getting who, who they play, which is what Baylor, Oregon, Notre Dame. I mean, these are all t Arkansas. These are all teams that I would have rather played this year than last year in my opinion so give me jaron hall a, a, a quarterback who's probably going to take a big leap in in this year in the system who has everything that you're looking for that we're looking for heisman production supporting cast line and again i know that this is a this is a program that probably isn't going to get a lot of national attention but if he does it the schedule is good enough to warrant the consideration and i think the skill sets there for him to just go absolutely berserk on the on the stat sheet this year about a minute left. Any? Um, I know you played a handful of games already, BYU, USF being one of them. Uh, what's one of your favorites? You know what? That is my favorite. I'll, I'll go on in a limb and say that's my favorite. I know I've, I talked about BYU, but I think, I think South Florida deserves some attention to here. With Bohannon, that quarterback, 
last year at Baylor, they were, I think they were either top five or top seven in slowest possession. So you have a good defense in Baylor last year. You don't have to necessarily play lights out. We're coming over to South Florida. You're going to be playing in a lot more shootouts, and it's going to be evident right away. Um, this is still a Jeff Scott team. He's an offensive-based guy. This is his best quarterback. And I saw it in, in week one. These, these two teams played last year, total close 53-and-a-half. Um, Hall had cracked his ribs two weeks prior, and they still put up 35. Um, the game ended up with 62 total points. I thought if I could get anywhere – at 59, on the other side of 59, that I would be happy with it. So I locked in 57, and I took some more 57 and a half, and I would still recommend playing it uh, a little bit smaller at 58, where it's currently at. Great stuff, Alex. Always appreciate it hopping, hopping on the show. Alex Colodage on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care free deal from the comfort of privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash Becuel now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com. Slash back here on the other side, our first look at NBA win totals, including the latest Kevin Durant rumors and how it will change the win total market. That's next on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Dilio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.